We imagine a future. We must consider this. Who would want me to be a part of their life? Hey, that's inappropriate. Will you make a choice now? We pass talking. What do you say we come in for my close-up now? I'm done running. What was your favorite part? I'm a planner. Get back. Movie news. Just don't like you no more. With Gareth Daly. You do like me. Good afternoon to you, Gareth. Where are we starting today? We're starting with Idris Elba because mm-hmm. he's been out doing a little bit of press at the moment. He's got a new TV show on Apple. It's called Hijack and uh, it's doing quite well in terms of the ratings. But he's been talking about a long-running character that uh, we know him from. It started, what, back in 2010? It went on to have four seasons. And then this year it had a movie release and that's Luther. Yes. Um, now, the movie release was called Luther, The Fallen Son. It was released back in March it got sort of mixed kind of reviews but the thing about it was there's a there's a uh, reporting from a sort of third party analytics service that said that the movie did really really well when it was released it oh. sort of top Netflix charts and then it stayed in the top 10 and I think it's up there in their in their top five of the year so obviously that has prompted calls to sort of say well what about another one now um, basically Idris Elba has said on this promotional tour that he loves Luther, he loves the character, he'd love to see where he can take the story and the character so fingers crossed for another one is what he said, but apparently Neil Cross and uh, director Jamie Payne appear to have teased potential future instalments in the film, so it looks like we're going to be getting a sequel to uh, the movie version of Luther, The Fallen Son. Well, Garrett, as you always point out to us, you know, if a movie makes money they're going to look towards a sequel and you've a very interesting sequel in your next story for us. We'll talk about making money, yes. I mean, $30 million was the budget for this one and it went on to make $612 million Gosh. at the box office. That, uh, I suppose, probably one of the biggest faith-based film successes um, and nearly up there with some of them in, in some other genres as well. It's Mel Gibson's The Passion of the Christ. God, it was a huge box office hit, wasn't it? Huge. Yeah. I mean, massive when you consider that budget. Yeah. So obviously there's been talk for many years that there's going to be another, uh, another film. I think Gibson has been working on it now for a couple of, of decades trying to get it going. Jim Caviezel, of course, played Jesus in the film and he's actually been out doing promotion on a new film that he's in called Sound of Freedom. And he says the production's now sort of ready to go in January. Now, this is after a couple of, of failed uh, starts. Yeah. I think it was due to go back in spring. But what interestingly he said was that he thinks there's going to be now two sequels oh. that are going to be shot back to back. So, um, And Mel Gibson kind of hinted at this as well. He's been writing the scripts with Randall Wallace who would have wrote Braveheart Mm. back in the day and he said that uh, one of the projects one of the scripts is done very structured very strong the other one however is kind of going to other realms sort of visiting hell watching angels falling so they sound like very different movies which one will go or will both go I suppose only time will tell but it looks like it's happening Okay so Mel, Mel Gibson and Jim Caviezel back for the sequels yeah yeah, back okay. for the sequels. All right. Now, uh, we've just a couple of weeks to wait or so for uh, Greta Gerwig's Barbie, um, which I have to say I'm, I'm really looking forward to. But you have news already of her next project, Garrett. Yeah, I mean, she's obviously a director that is, uh, you know, in demand. And she's going to be working with Netflix on the C.S. Lewis Chronicles of Narnia book series. Uh, so she said a deal that's going to see her write and direct at least two movies based on the books. Oh, okay. It's not clear yet 
which ones. And it's also really not clear if it's going to sort of be a continuation, you know, of the three films that began back yeah. in 2005. Yeah. See, Netflix went in and they, they, they took over the franchise in 2018. They've sort of announced plans with the C.S. Lewis company for a multi-year deal to produce series and movies based on the books. But I suppose what they have now is a very good director, writer on board. I think Greta Gerwig has been so busy with Barbie up to up to now that she probably hasn't concentrated on the project fully, but it looks like it's going to be the next project that she's going to work on. Okay, very good. We have another interesting director, Luca Guadagnino. We know him from Bones and All and Call Me By Your Name. What is he doing next? Well, he's doing, well, I mean, his, his firstly, his new film, Challengers. Oh, that's is right, going that's coming, to, yes. Yeah, it's going to open now the 80th uh, Venice Film Festival. Zendaya, Josh O'Connor starring in that. The trailer for it looks good. It does, um, it? yeah. It's a tennis sort of thriller. So that's opening the Venice Film Festival. But the other thing that he's doing, it looks like now he's going to direct the HBO series adaptation of author Brett Eston Ellis's novel, The Shards. Mm. Now, he would have been the author of American Psycho, yes. Rules of Attraction. So, um, released earlier this year, marking Ellis's first novel in 13 years, the f- story follows a 17-year-old bisexual San Fernando Valley Trust Fund senior at an exclusive uh, Buckley Prep School. Um, it's there a new student arrives at a mysterious past, and uh, basically yeah, they form this friendship and becomes part of a ni- of, of a sort of tightly knit circle. So, it's going to have three seasons um, of 10 episodes each, with Ellis to write every episode okay. so that sounds like an interesting project mm. to sort of move over to, to TV I think he's done TV before but again yeah this one will have kind of a, a big budget and obviously HBO behind it it's always likely to be good yeah exactly alright what trailer watch have you for us so this one was filmed on location in Dublin and Kildare. It's called Apocalypse Clown and it tells the tale of a troop of failed clowns and an ambitious reporter who embark on a chaotic adventure of self-discovery after a mysterious solar event plunges the world into anarchy. Take a listen. In a world on the brink of chaos, as darkness takes hold... Three heroes emerge with big hearts and even bigger shoes. What are we looking at? I'm trapped in a box while screaming. Okay, the other hand isn't helping. The world has gone dark. There's something big going on here, and if I'm right, it's bigger than all of us. Me and her have got history. And a future, by the looks of it. Everything is obsolete except us. The world is ours now. We're forming a troop. Clown Pedo. Do you know, like a torpedo of clowns. Yes, Gareth, as you say, uh, filmed around Dublin and Kildare, Apocalypse Clown. Sometimes when we pick the trailer watches, what you really have to do is actually go watch it so it's you get true, a sense actually. of the tone. <laughs> and I think that is the case yeah. with this one. Uh, George Kane directs, it's written by Shane O'Brien, James Wamsley, Damien Fox from the comedy outfit Dead Cat Bounce. And the the film features performances from David Earle, Amy De Bruyne, uh, Fionn Foley and Tyg Murphy. It's going to have its Irish premiere at the Galway Film Fla on the 14th of July and we'll bring you release news after all of that. So okay. that's uh, Apocalypse Clown. Let's come to new releases on the big screen and this one we definitely have to be uh, to see on the big screen. It is of course summer blockbuster time with Indiana Jones last week and it's uh, Tom Cruise's turn this week. Ethan, this mission of yours is going to cost you 
world is changing. Ethan, what's your objective? What's your ultimate objective? Your life will always matter more to me than my own. Yeah, it's sounding good, isn't it? Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning uh, Part 1. Unfortunately, I couldn't make the preview this week, but um, it's getting great reviews. And of course, you know, Tom Cruise, he does action movies so, so well, doesn't he? I mean, from Top Gun Maverick to this, he's just kind of saving cinema all by himself with the big blockbusters. Yes, and he's back with his IMF team as they embark on their most dangerous mission yet to track down a terrifying new weapon that threatens all of humanity. But what you have here is a wonderful cast, including Simon Pegg, Rebecca Ferguson, Vanessa Kirby, Hayley Atwell, and Ving Rhames in there as usual, as well as part of the IMF team. So that's uh, Mission Impossible. You have to see it in the cinema too, isn't it? It's like last week, you know, you just with India. Jones. These ones have to be seen on the big screen. So that's the biggie this week. And we also have this one. Meet the residents of Element City. Air usually has their head in the clouds. Oh, my new jacket. Earth can be a little seedy. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing weird going on here. Uh, Just a little pruning. Water is always getting into something. Fire, as ordered, we run a little hot. (laughs) But we all live by one simple rule. Enemies cannot mix. Yes, Gareth, that is elemental. Yeah, from the the Pixar Disney stable. So it's a a good one for families to go see now at the summer holidays well and truly on. So in this one, a city where fire, water, land and air residents live together, a fiery young woman and a go-with-the-flow guy are about to discover something elemental, how much they actually have in common. Okay, and a couple more to mention. Yeah, a couple more to mention. Insidious The Red Door. This is the horror franchise's original cast returned for the final chapter of the Lamberts family terrifying saga, Rose Byrne. Patrick Wilson starring in that one. We also have The Damned Don't Cry. This is a mother and teenage son move from place to place, forever trying to outrun the latest scandal she's caught up with in Tangier. New opportunities promise the legitimacy they each crave, but not without pushing the uh, volatile mother-son relationship to breaking point. And then the final one, I mean, the trailer for this, that's, yeah. that's kind of like a French Power Rangers parody. <laughs> uh, smoking causes coughing. A group of vigilantes called the Tobacco Forces is falling apart to rebuild Team Spirit. Their leader suggests that they meet for a week-long retreat before returning to save the world who played in Cannes. It's called, yeah, Smoking Causes Coughing. Very good. What about a TV movie for us? Well, why not get yourself in the mood before Monday when Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning is on the big screen. Mission Impossible Fallout, the last one in the series, is on Channel 4. So uh, this was, you know, there was some absolutely great stunt sequences in this. It was the sixth entry. Christopher McQuarrie also directing it. Tom Cruise, Henry Cavill joining him in that film as well. So no better way to get ready for that sort of um, real in-camera action. There's certainly a lot in Mission Impossible Fallout. Channel 4 tonight at 9pm. Sounds good. Good to me, Gareth. Thanks a million. Thanks, Aileen.